today I'm drinking Fireball. Um, I'm drinking my mixed drink of everything. Um, of everything? Yes, it is Hendrix Midsummer Gin, Elderflower Liqueur, Lemon Juice, and 7-Up with oh. Sprite and a sprig of mint. Nice. You know, that, that drink. nice cleaner drink. Cleaner. My- Everyone who's tried it says it literally tastes like a cleaner to them. Mom says it tastes like hand sanitizer. And I'm like... I love it. I'm like, I love no, it. It, no, it doesn't. It doesn't taste like hand sanitizer. It kind of does. There are some hand sanitizers that are a little bit lemon-limey. That's true. There are some parts of it that do. It doesn't to me. But also, I guess it's because, like, I really like gin. Oh, I love gin. Hi guys, welcome back. I'm Rachel. Welcome. welcome to the anniversary. It's our anniversary, which I am a horrible co-host. One year. Yeah. <laughs> one year anniversary slash Halloween episode. One year anniversary of our first episode releasing. Um, yeah, so this has been a great fun year. We've learned a lot. Um, I feel like we have grown a lot, also. Yes. Uh, we. I feel like you don't have to edit us as much. Um, oh, God, no, I do will be not. different because we literally spent, like, 30 minutes talking. Y- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will be cutting a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, this episode will be a lot shorter today, guys, because I have a much shorter story. As much as I wanted to be longer, it's shorter than I anticipated. Oh, Yeah. We also forgot to mention how our episodes will be changing a little bit. Oh, yeah. Why don't you do that? Uh, Tell them how so we go. We have realized that we both have a list that has some things that can't really be covered by focusing on specific places. So we've decided to make the last episode of each month a whatever we want episode, basically. Mm-hmm. So... And that's kind of what today's episode is going to be. Yes. We're starting with uh, this one and then each month going on the last episode of the month will be (laughs) whatever we want. Yeah. So if you have any suggestions, please send them in. For those who may be listening backwards, because some people do that, and because it's been a year, we feel like we should reintroduce ourselves. Yes. I'm Rachel. And I'm Grace. Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> we are Myths and Misfortunes. We're a paranormal and true crime podcast. And each week, except for this week, we pick somewhere in the world and base our stories on that place. <laughs> and or surrounding areas. Whoop, whoop. I feel like we've been good on surrounding areas lately. We have. We I feel have. Like we haven't been... branched out too much. Watch. Once or You're twice. Gonna, one of us are going to branch out next week. Okay. So, they can't see that. I don't know why I They did can't it. see because that. Because it is our uh, one-year podcast anniversary, I decided that I was going to get Rachel some stuff because I'm the not-so-great at gift-giving friend, and Rachel's always the very thoughtful gift-giving friend. Whereas this time I have just completely blanked on the fact that I was supposed to get a gift, so you all we never to be talked hearing about it, it next. Yeah, yeah. We never talked also, about it, I decided that I was gonna surprise you. <laughs> but also, I should have, because anniversary, but also, it's been a super weird week. <laughs> yeah, it has. It's been a super weird week, so it just went over my head. I probably would have forgotten about it if I hadn't gone to World Market and 
saw something and I was like, oh, she'd like that. And I was like, mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To be fair, there's a lot of stuff at World Market that I like. It's yeah, very worldly. I had to stop myself from grabbing a couple of different things. I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to open it because I'm super excited. Okay. With all the paper. You're weird, thanks. No, 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 you gotta look at the... See, open it all yeah. the way. You're weird, just as me. Happy anniversary. It but, rhymes. But, but it oh, opens wait, more. Yeah. Oh, that's super cute. Oh. I'm bad at block letters. <laughs> I am bad at block letters. It's funny, because they're bubbly letters. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Why are there... There's, like, etchings in here of stars. Oh, um... And, ha- and I was gonna say hashtags and pounds. Look at me. I was I'm practicing the- sigils on top of it. Oh, you know what? That works. <laughs> oh. Even virtually, yes. It is yes. another way to spend time together, especially virtually. But yes, go through. I got you some cute things that I would almost wish that I had kept for myself. You should have kept some for yourself. Mm-mm. I got them for you. Okay. I made that. You made this one? <gasps> Yay! Sage from your garden. What else is in it? Alright. I can't smell uh, anything right now. That one is lemon oh, balm. So it's a lemon balm I smell. Yes. What does uh, lemon balm do for cleansing? Cleansing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've, okay. had, I've got this uh, lemon balm uh, plant that grew back from last year, and it just exploded, and I had so much oh, of it. Oh, nice. You should, you should see my kitchen. It's, I've got, like, giant things in it. It's crazy. See, that is great because the only plant I have been able to keep alive this year is my um, English thyme. Is this another one? Is Feels that like long? It. Ooh, it smells is that really good. long? Yeah. Yeah, I, I also made that. <gasps> I love it! It is that red cedar that's oh, in my backyard. It so good. Don't step on my keyboard. I had to wear I had to wear gloves while I was wrapping it because it's spiky. It is spiky. Oh, it smells so good. Cedar is actually um, one of the things we use in our cleansing, so this cool. will definitely be used. Well, I've got a lot of it. We do too. <laughs> Not I don't know if we have red, but we do have a lot of cedar. Yeah. Is that rosemary? Rosemary. Oh, this one's why is it hard? Oh, ooh, 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 ooh. Crystal? It's a crystals. crystal. Crystals. There crystals. are these tiny little crystals that I also got from Rainbow Blossom. I wrapped it in a weird way because it's the only way I could think of to wrap them. Um, As I'm having a hard time opening it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just tissue paper. Rip it. I'm trying. This is what I get for trying to be a recycler. Ooh, this one's <laughs> nice and smooth. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Aww. that's mukite. 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 Yes, it is good for protection oh, and um, it's also good for decision making. It does. It has a good strong feel to it. So I spent a long time going through looking at them. So Amethyst? Yes. That one is from my mm. own personal collection because mm-hmm. I didn't have any amethyst and I have a lot. Well, I will gladly take amethyst because that is... My grandfather's stones. Why, mm. like, just I hoard amethyst. This, this one's pokey. That's More amethyst. Fluorite, actually. Fluorite. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to help with clarity and um, spiritual stuff. Especially, it's supposed to help with like, um, like intuition and like. Oh god, I definitely need that. Definitely. Come here, there. Come here, there. Oh. Broke it. <laughs> Rose quartz. Yes. Rose quartz. That's one of my other favorites. Yay! Crystals. All the crystals. Christmas. Oh, I love it. 
that is not just for Christmas. That's going to be like I know. a year-round thing. <laughs> but they've got a thing of Christmas ornaments there. And I was like, oh, yeah. And mm. I thought about getting you one that was a passport. And then I was like, maybe not right now. Not right now. I mean, I definitely like, going to, but yeah. not right now. I was like, well, I was like, well, if I get her this, I can tell her to think all of the positive things that are going to be in the future. But also, yeah. I was like, it's coronavirus. It's definitely a coronavirus. Yes. Okay, this is a breakable thing? Yes. They're the same thing. They're the same thing? Yes, there are two of the same thing. Oh my gosh, they're so cute. Yes, and I I figured if you catch the wax, and then you can also put any herbs or oils there that you need. Don't look at how much it was. It it wasn't expensive. I don't know. I'm just like, I'm taking it. Yeah, don't ever tell me not to look at something, because I definitely will. Yeah, but um, they have more of those that are in, like, different levels. So there's one that's, like, medium and a little bit taller. And I was going to get you those, but then I was like, I don't don't know. No, these are perfect. Once Halloween is over and I shift my pumpkins, this is going to be my little crystal. Yeah, crystal spot. Because, you know, full view of when the moon Mm. is here. Yeah. Oh, and if you wanted, Rainbow Blossom has these citrine necklaces. They're mm. like um, kind of similar in, sh- in shape to the fluorite that I gave you. Yeah, I, I do like, like this shape. They have a bunch of stones. I got some black obsidian. I got black tourmaline when I was there last. I got some smoky quartz when I was there last. Mm-hmm. They were Rainbow out. Blossom? Yeah. And they were out of um, black tourmaline when I went in last. They still had a bunch of obsidian, though, and a bunch of other ones that I think you would love. And they're pretty cheap. They're only, like, they're not more than, like, five bucks. That's not bad. Some of them are, like, two or three dollars, so. Yeah. There's this bumblebee jasper that's Mm -hmm. so pretty, and it's, like, eight dollars for a tiny thing, but it's really cute, so I'm thinking about it. But I don't need it. Do it. Do it. Add it to your collection. Do it. I feel like they're going to get too used to me coming in, and I don't know if I like that. Just wait a week. Wait a week. You'll be fine. Oh my god, there was this person behind the register, and they were they were really cute, and they were really nice, and I feel like we had, like, an eye connection moment, and I was like, oh. don't look at me, don't look at me. <laughs> and then they were like, um, because the way that their system works, they were like, okay, can you tell me uh, what... Um, crystals you have here and I'll just look at the prices really quick and I got so flustered that I couldn't remember one of them it was the mookite and oh. uh I was like it looks like a piece of chocolate I was like black tor- no black obsidian and then I was like oh it's fluorite and then it's rose quartz and I was like that one it- and then I was like I'll go look <laughs> and the other girl was like it's mookite and I was like yes and I was like, don't look at me. And I thought about it the rest of the night. And I was like, no. Should have gotten her number. I don't. No. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> I was like, uh. And then they asked if I was a member and, or had a, you know, whatever. Rainbow, Rainbow card Blossom or whatever. Has. And I was like, no. Maybe. They didn't ask if I wanted one, or they might have asked if I wanted one. I couldn't tell. I couldn't really hear very well. And uh, you were that I was like, flustered. no. I was no. just like, no. Mm. No. Mm. That's why. Then we're I walked out, and about it. her eyes went, uh, and then I was like, mm. I'm, I'm gone. <laughs> I was like, I'm leaving. Uh-huh. I'm dumb with not turning around. Or just go home, and then think about it all the way home, and then say, stop thinking about it. You're okay. But yeah, that's how I was most of the night. You're okay. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of beautiful creatures, Harry Style. Okay. I mean, yes, but no. So my story this week is the beautiful creature called the Kraken. <gasps> Kraken. The Kraken. Oh, Kraken. Kraken. Colloquialisms. Know, Kraken. Yeah, <laughs> colloquialisms. If you live anywhere in the U.S., it's the Kraken. Yeah. <laughs> anywhere else, it's the Kraken. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I did Google search. Okay. So... My sources are theconversation.com, the... <laughs> Just spell it out. Cielo, S-C-I-E-L-O dot B-R, 
Wired.com, AncientOrigins.net, MentalFloss.com, GreekMythology.Wikiet.org, Unmuseum.org, AnomalyInfo.com, SmithsonianMag.com, Wikipedia, uh, uh, BBC.com, and Archive.org. Mm-hmm. That's a lot so, for like oh, three pages. Right. <sighs> right. And it wasn't even all the same information it was like bits and pieces mm-hmm. and they were really short articles except for two one of which is a book that i did not get all the way through it's like when you look up a cryptid and, and it's got like three sentences for yes. the description yes exactly yeah. kraken by the way comes from the norwegian word krake meaning an unhealthy animal or something twisted Ooh. so like all knotted up and yeah uh, Krake in modern German and Kraken in old Norwegian both mean octopus. Oh, okay. Yes. So, so like when, when they say Kraken, we think like, release the Kraken. But when they say Kraken, they're like, octopus. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, but old Norwegian, I don't think it transfers over quite as Fair. much. So while I would normally choose this for an episode that is, um, you know, a specific place like Norway... This creature has showed up all over the world because, you know, it's Mm -hmm. (laughs) ocean-bound. Specifically between Norway and Greenland and Greenland and Iceland. The creature has been a major fear to sailors and fishermen for hundreds of years, but also during the time the seas were largely untraveled. And, you know, not a lot was known, just like now not a lot's known. All that sailors knew at the time were that the oceans were vast and deep. And yeah, and you could fall off a corner. It's very feasible that a monster could just be lurking way down deep out there in the ocean. I mean, there's so many crevices that we've not even gotten to today. That's why I'm kind of afraid of the ocean. <laughs> I mean, no kidding. According to Rodrigo Salvador, who is a biologist with a master's degree in zoology mm. and has a PhD in paleontology, the history of the Kraken goes back to 1180 with a written account by King Sverre of Norway. That's so long ago. Right. But unfortunately, they really didn't go too in-depth in that, so I don't know the actual account. And I tried to look it up, and I couldn't find anything, which means it's hidden somewhere in a library, and it's not been digitized yet. It's funny because I, I legitimately thought that, like, for the longest time, I thought that the Kraken, Kraken. I thought it was just like a movie thing. I thought it was made up. Like, I thought it was Mm. some, like, Pirates of the Caribbean bullshit. (laughs) You know? Is the Kraken even in Pirates of the Caribbean? Dr. Salvador, by the way, wrote a 24-page paper on the topic titled The Kraken, When Myth Encounters Science, which was very fascinating, and I almost might have read most of it late last night. Anyway... The Kraken was an enormous sea monster that was as large as an island and easily capable of sinking ships. According to one apparent survivor, it is the largest creature to ever be known to mankind, and it frequently roams the seas, I already said this, but between Norway, Iceland, and between Iceland and Greenland. In the Danish historian Eric Pontopidan's Natural History of Norway, he gives probably the most detailed description of the creature. He makes many mentions that along the coast of Norway, small islands are noted on maps. However, many cannot find these islands as they will sometimes just disappear. He claims that the creature is round, flat, and full of arms or branches. So, Hmm. theoretically, yes, an island. There are also several seamen who all agree with very little variation in their claims that if you row far enough out into the Norwegian Sea in the summertime then you're in serious danger of a Kraken attack. Oh, so they think that it, like, hibernates? Or that it it goes somewhere else for... I think that it's just more active in the summer, like it comes to the surface in the summer, because that's when, I mean, realistically, that's when the fish are more active. True. Warmer waters bring in... Do you think that... But, I mean, they're all so cold. Yeah. I was thinking maybe it, like... What's the word I'm thinking of? Migrated. Yeah. According to early reports involving sightings of the creature, there are only two in existence because 
they could not reproduce. Oh. And that more of the creatures would be would mean more of the creatures feeding and eventually running out of food and dying. So I mean Yeah. With how big they are, yeah. they start moving on to people. <laughs> that too. Let's go. That Let's too. Let's put that on our bingo for this year. <laughs> There's still two months left. Two There's and a half. still two months met left. Yeah, we're gonna have Kraken attacks. Mm-hmm. I mean, why not? The murder hornets didn't last long. Yeah, that was like half an episode. During the hot summer days, apparently, the kraken would rise to the surface of the sea. And as I stated before, it was generally found just off the shore of Norway, because, you know, these disappearing islands. Mm. Anywhere that was roughly 80 fathoms deep. I like... (laughs) Sorry. But I like how they think they're disappearing islands instead of them just not being great at, um cartography or that too. good at like um that too, what is man. it navigating navigating yeah so 80 fathoms and obviously i'm not a sailing person whatsoever so i had to google how many fathoms or how many feet are in a fathoms yeah i was gonna ask <laughs> six feet is in a fathom so okay 80 fathoms 80 times six and quite a lot i did not do the math but quite a lot um, apparently, the kraken attracts fish. Ooh, do you think it releases some, like, pheromone in the water? A lot of fish. I will Ooh. touch on that. Okay, sorry. Very briefly, I will touch on it, but yeah, you won't like why. Oh. So, <clears throat> if you're sailing and fishing and suddenly you haul in a huge load of fish... They need to. They say you need to move out of there really quick because it means the kraken is surfacing. Oh. However, many fishermen would use this to their advantage, and sometimes as many twenty boats would gather above the creature in order to catch the fish. Hmm. Because I mean, it's a ton of fish. Uh yeah, capitalism. If nothing, if not opportunists. Yes. So then when the depth showed that the creature was indeed rising, the creatures would then row away until a normal depth was found again. The creatures would row? The boats would row The boats. Away. Okay. Yeah. The sailors. Did the I say creatures? creatures? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we are all creatures. Are we not? According to these sailors, when the creature breached the surface... It was surrounded by seaweed and with fish flopping around on its back. It looked like several small islands, which brings up the whole disappearing islands Mm -hmm. things. The number of horns. It's got horns? Then a number of horns. That's why I'm doing quotation horns. Would surface uh, that were as tall as the mast of a medium-sized ship, thicker at the base than at the ends. Mm-hmm. So, it, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it's like an octopus, basically, right? No, thicker at the base, at the base. like at the base of the island. And then, yeah, okay. Then at gotcha, the end, gotcha, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> like an arm. Your that's arm what is I thought. I was like tentacle, right? <laughs> yes, tentacle. Cool. According to Pontopidan, there these were the arms of the creature and were used to help move the creature around. I mean, makes sense. So it's a tentacle. <laughs> so it's a tentacle. After a short period, the creature would then slowly re-emerge, creating swells, eddies, and whirlpools that sucked any and everything too cl- too close down into it. Hmm. The kraken would apparently spend several months eating and pooping. <laughs> mm. The creature's feces apparently darkened and thickened the water and was highly attractive to fish. Ah, okay, that's not what I thought you were going to (laughs) say. Which does explain why they would just kind of hover around the creature and so easily allow themselves to be captured because they were just attracted to... Food, 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 food. (laughs) Yeah, apparently. Um, Wouldn't that be like eating yourself? The fish were then eaten by the kraken, so yeah. Well... Wonderful, vicious cycle. Also, fish do eat them. Eat yeah. other fish. I mean, it's... Yeah, I know. I've had, I've had a couple aquariums. It doesn't turn out great all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Are you not feeding those poor babies enough? <laughs> uh. Uh. While most images we see now of the Kraken show it viciously attacking ships, 
Pontopidin mentions that the creature has never been known to be aggressive. Hmm. All human deaths and injuries were purely accidental or due to fishermen not reacting fast enough. That's definitely different than what, like, what you think today. Because yes. you're like, Kraken! It's like, oh, it's gonna fucking kill you. Because so many s- legends mm-hmm. depict this as just a huge monster that attacks mm-hmm. people when really it's people being selfish and fishing and... It's like, we want those <laughs> fish, and it's like, those are my fish. Those are my fish. It's my food. It's just like a giant toddler, like, lashing out, like, this is my food. Yes. In fact, two fishermen near Friedrichstad came too close to a kraken who was rising above the surface of the water. They unfortunately could not get away in time, and one of the creature's horns smashed into the front of the boat. The poor man had to cling to pieces of the boat until they reached the shore again. Did Jack let him stay on? Jack did let him stay on. Mm, good for them. Yeah. Then in 1801, a Frenchman named Pierre Denis de Montfort published Histoire naturelle générale et particulière des mollusques. My French is a little rusty. Ooh, let me see. I'm curious. I probably won't be able to say it either. <laughs> it's been so long. Oh, it's mollusk. Okay, mollusk. so it is mollusk. Histoire naturelle générale et particulière des mollusques. See, yours sounds way more French than mine. Histoire naturelle générale et particulière des mollusques. Sounds good sure. to me. Sure, sounds sounds good to me. Um, French is rusty. I've been out of school for eight Quite years. Quite a while. <laughs> Quite a while. Quite a while. Um, have not spoken a lick of French since then, so. And I'm too poor to call France. <clears throat> <laughs> I see London. I see France. Yes, I'm too poor to call France. Um. This book was meant to partially prove the existence of the giant octopus. In order to sell his book, this Pierre Denis de Montfort, he claimed that the Kraken was actually a type of octopus. Mm. Like, it was a PR thing. Man's ahead of the game. He 100% is. He claimed that the horns of the creature were actually tentacles and Mm. that the excrement that was so attractive to fish, was actually ink. Yes! 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 His book was laughed at until 1819 when naturalists and scientists began to find evidence for the existence of the giant squid. Yes! It also was not the only book to lead the public to believing the Kraken was an octopus, um, and not a weird crab-like creature that Which is a mile and a half sense. long. Yeah. Although, lion turtle. That's all I'm going to say. Lion turtle. That's all I'm going to say. Look. They did mention several um, of the floating turtle islands that sink into the sea, particularly Mm. the one about Sinbad. But (laughs) since it was not, (laughs) since it was not Kraken related, I did not include it. (laughs) But I was really interested and I was like, hmm, gotta cover. Okay. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea by Jules Verne featured a giant squid attacking the main characters. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which I think also had a lot to do with the misconception that the Kraken attacked ships. Yes. Because... That makes a lot of sense. I forgot about that. Yes. So the theory is not totally unthinkable. The colossal octopus, while more similar to what people view as the Kraken, is not nearly as aggressive as the giant squid. So, giant squids, while smaller than the colossal octopus, are known to sometimes wrestle a whale. Which, which brings up the aggressive. Large. Yes. Yes. So it's feasible that it could attack a ship. Yeah, especially would... ships of the size back in yes. eighteen something and eleven something. And I was gonna say earlier, and I don't know if you're gonna. I mean, this part of it, 
But I was thinking earlier, I wonder how many large, like, crazy creatures there are out there in, like, 1100 that were actually just really large, like, creatures, like, animals that just hadn't evolved or died off yet. I did not go into that necessarily, but I do mention something. Yeah, I do mention something else. Okay. And on three occasions since 1930, a giant squid has actually attacked chips. Really? Yeah, the squids fortunately did not drag the ships and their crews to their deaths. Mm. But the squid itself was pulled down into the propeller and... So, unfortunately for the squid, but fortunately because the ship and the crew were not damaged and killed. Yeah, fair. But there might have actually been a kraken, or as you said, another large creature, Mm. because apparently a dinosaur called ichthyosaur. Um, Apparently the ichthyosaur dinosaur... Some bones have been found left in patterns similar to those left by octopuses after they finish their meals. And the ichthyosaur was big. Like, it was big. Roughly 30 feet long. It's a dino. And what's interesting is the rib cages found of these creatures show signs of constrictions. So, (gasps) indicating that something with rather large tentacles seems to be the cause of... It's or ultimate a demise. very giant sea snake. Or a very giant sea snake, <laughs> which is also a, another sea monster. While the Kraken itself may not be as mysterious as we all hoped, its images live on in films, books, and computer games, even showing up in the wrong mythology mm-hmm. with the ancient Greek epic Clash of the Titans. So these all ultimately define the creature as a monster lurking in the depths of the ocean in sunken ships, waiting for reckless divers and unsuspecting ships to pass. I love that. And that is the Kraken. I love that. Release the Kraken! It also reminds me of... Oh, it's just so interesting. (laughs) It's so interesting. And... I don't know if anyone is interested, but there are several movies. I wrote down a lot of them, not all of them, that the creature is featured in. Hotel Transylvania is one of them. Is it? Oh, it It is. It is. Yeah, it It is. is. Um, The Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, so it is in the Pirates of the Caribbean. It is in the Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, Particularly the scene with the ships going down the huge... Okay, okay. It's been a very long time since I've seen any Pirates of the Caribbean. Movies. Yeah. Uh, Deep Rising, Blue Exorcist, Atlantis Milo's Return, oh. which is one of my favorites. The Monster That Changed the World, Troy the Odyssey, Bad Kids Go to Hell. What the fuck? Okay. I'm not gonna watch that. Des- right. Descendants and not the Disney TV show, like a previous Descendants. Okay. Kraken, Tentacles of the Deep, Passion, Eye of the Beast, an episode of Natural Curiosities, an episode of The Magicians, an episode of A Cow, A Cat, and the Ocean, an episode of The Magical Music Box, an episode of The New Looney Tunes, an episode of Big Bang Theory, Mm -hmm. and Crossing Swords. Oh, also, there is a spiced rum called the Kraken, which smells amazing. (laughs) Yes, there is. And the (laughs) bottles are very interesting, I gotta say. So interesting. Okay, what is your story? Well, actually, I was going to say, did you hear about the, like, giant, um, I think it was a megalodon found in Mammoth Cave? No, but that's super interesting. Uh, So back in January, there was a 330 million year old shark found in Mammoth Cave. Oh, wow. Which is so fucking cool. And... It's kind of terrifying, actually. I know! I know! I love it! But this also gives more proof to the theory of the of Pangea. Well, yeah. Well, not even that, but, like, large areas of the United States used to be covered in, um, like, lakes and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm watching a whole thing about it. <laughs> and waters and lakes? Yes. 
and you should actually look up spooky lakes on TikTok because there's this girl that's doing a spooky lake every single day of October. And there's some really, okay. really cool ones on there. Anyway. <laughs> but yes, I loved your story. I love that. I, I love my story too. I legitimately forget that people were that that was a real thing. People were like, hey, this exists and not just a movie thing. Mm-hmm. Like, semen 100% were like, this thing exists. <laughs> I know you're going to laugh every time I see that. <laughs> I'm a child. I apologize. You are a child. Sailors, mm-hmm. but they're not all sailors. That's why I just generalized it. Semen. They were genuinely afraid of a lot of the ancient monsters. Mm-hmm. And actually, an interesting fact that I did not include is most of the sea monsters did at one point or another, just kind of all fall into the category of the Kraken. Oh, so there are multiple that could have been the Kraken, but they Mm -hmm. just, because, like, word spread about it, anything they saw that was that large, they probably just assumed, it's the fucking Kraken. That's... Yes. I love that. I think that's so cool. Okay. Your story, your story, your story. My story is... One that I actually heard on another podcast, one that I love and I think is absolutely fantastic, it's Real Life Ghost Stories. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, they did... The reason I thought about this story is because I originally wanted to... I told you I had a long list of things. I was like spooky things. Your list is longer than mine and I'm sitting here like, wow, I'm slacking. No, I just, I listen to more podcasts, so I hear more interesting stories, and I just, like, add them as I hear them when I think they're interesting enough, and... When they're interesting enough. (laughs) For paranormal-wise, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and so I've got, like, this list of, of, like, that I wanted to do for this one that was, like, uh, famous witches, um, like, spooky, like origins of this and that and then I was like what if I just did Ouija boards and then I was like that's a bit broad then I was like I remembered Mm -hmm. real life ghost stories did an episode about Ouija boards and they told this story and this story I nearly peed myself listening to this story for me anyone listening will probably not pee themselves because yeah I don't have the same kind of voice that um, Emma does on that podcast because she is more of the storytelling, like, really chilling, and she has this voice that's, ugh, amazing. That's, ugh, amazing. Ugh, amazing. And (laughs) so for me, it's probably going to be a lot funnier. Uh, Probably not. I don't know. But... My mic fell over. Um, it happens. This story is actually a Twitter thread by Stop Flexin. His name is Marcus. I Stop Flexin. Yeah, it's great. I sent him. <laughs> I DM'd him on Twitter. The first time I've ever actually. Oh, like, you slid into those DMs. <laughs> oh, no, stop that. Stop that. <laughs> But it's the first time I've actually, like, outreached to someone and been like, hey, I'm really interested in your story. I'd like to use it. So it's very weird for me because, you know, I don't really like talking to people. Um, Yeah. Anything that can get me into an awkward situation, I'm not a fan. So. Girl, he was super nice. (laughs) He was super, super nice. He was like, yeah, absolutely. I did not tell him the name of my podcast, so I don't know. I was just like, hey, can I can I tell your story on my podcast? I think it's really good. It's got great comedic timing and it's super spooky. Yes, please. And he's yes. like, absolutely, go for it. Thank you for asking before just doing it. Which I guess some people have done. Yeah. I know it's I different. Have. It is different. I feel like it's different with that with um well, especially because when we did um, Adam Ellis's, it was such a well-known story already, mm. and so many people had covered it. And also, he is a rather famous comic artist. 
I don't think even if I messaged him that he would have answered, so. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. But. <laughs> okay. Still should have, but didn't. <laughs> so, like I said, this was originally going to be about Ouija boards, but then I remembered this story, and this is about someone who used a Ouija board when they were young, and it is Aww. in a, it is in a first-person story, um... Because Grace is going to read it as first person so, instead of... Yes, I'm going to read yeah. it as first person, which I'm not used to. It's going to throw me up. Oh, that's you. Okay, I'm like, what the... What is this? It is going to throw me off a lot. Um, so, if I need to slow down, tell me. He tweets, I know there's a lot of people who are skeptical of demons and spirits, but I would strongly advise you to stay far away from Ouija boards. I learned this the hard way as a child. So a few weeks ago, I tweeted this about my aunt who lived in New Orleans. Even though she was family, she was mean as hell and overall <laughs> a very toxic person to be around. She would beat me and my cousins a lot as children and she would always curse at us for no reason. I remember listening to my grandma on the phone with my aunt telling her to evacuate New Orleans because Katrina was coming. She said, child ain't nobody scared of a little bit of water. She died. Mm, mm -hmm. My aunt was into some weird shit. She owned an antique shop in New Orleans, and she had a living space that was right under it. She would collect skulls and candles and set them up all around her house, which... Same? Uh, <laughs> yes, very much same for you. Candles for me, not the skulls. Those I don't things... have any skulls. I do have some bones. My grandma thought she was in, she was heavy into witchcraft and didn't want me over there. One day, my aunt had a pretty bad stroke and had to start using a wheelchair. She had a little elevator installed in her house that would take her from downstairs to where she lived, upstairs to her shop whenever she needed to go up there. Mm -hmm. When they heard Katrina was coming, my family tried to get her to come to Georgia, but she wouldn't leave the shop. When the storm came, all the power went out, which meant her elevator stopped working. Oh. She got stuck under the shop when the water rose and drowned in her, still in her wheelchair. Oh. Now here's where the story really begins. My uncle went to New Orleans and got all the stuff out of her shop when the waters receded. Most of the stuff she had in there got looted, but he was still able to collect some of her items she had in the room below. My uncle brought back most of the stuff in suitcases and in bags to go through. I was living with my aunt and uncle at the time in South Georgia, and the house they lived in is on a dirt road literally in the plum middle of plum fucking nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Pay attention, that's important. The middle of plum fucking plum nowhere. nowhere. <laughs> Me and my cousin were going through some of the bags he brought back. We found my aunt's Ouija board. She used to always yell and curse at us for touching. We never knew what it was, we just assumed it was for kids because it has a bunch of letters on it. <laughs> I mean, if you look at the age limit. Fair. But no. My uncle used to leave us home alone a lot because he worked at a fire department further into town. So one day he left us to work an overnight and my cousin thought it would be a good idea to play with this little board he told us not to touch. So we get to mm. playing with it, and on the bottom of the board, there's little instructions on how to use it. It told us how to communicate with spirits and summon certain loved ones who've passed on. We start asking the shit where Tupac and Biggie were at. <laughs> of course! Amazing! Those are, those are the first questions that we that we absolutely want to ask. Amazing! That's something that I definitely would have done as a... As a kid, I would have been like, where is this person at? What's going on yeah, here? 100%. <laughs> but it's one of those things that I'm just imagining, like, an, like a ghost in the afterlife being like, afterlife. Afterlife. Sprat. <laughs> in the afterlife being like, really? Like it's Tupac and Biggie. <laughs> uh, Tupac's alive. I'm just gonna say. No, um... When the shit wouldn't let us talk to them, I came up with the amazing idea to ask my aunt how to use it. So we asked the board to bring our aunt back to show us how to use the board. Mind you, we have every single light on in the house. Shit you not, the fucking power went out. I'm pretty sure I shit myself, but I was too scared to check. 
when the power goes out and you're in the middle of nowhere, it's pitch black. Oh, yeah. I was for sure. Because it wasn't even fucking raining. Uh-huh. Me and my cousin start screaming and shit. For some reason, we hide under the bed. So we hide under the bed, and all of a sudden, shit gets real quiet. I had a cell oh, no. phone that I used, but I left it plugged up in the kitchen. Now, this is a pretty big house, so I would have had to walk like a hundred feet in the dark to get it. My cousin was like, go get the phone. <laughs> go get the phone. Go get the phone. Do it. Do it. Do it. As scared as I was, I figured if I ran, it wouldn't be as bad. So I got up from under the bed, was getting to run my 4.240 to the kitchen. Tell me why somebody started knocking on the door. Shit, you fuck not. I'm gonna piss on myself. I love the way he wrote this. Completely hilarious. Tell me why it sounded in my headphones like someone was knocking. No, it right before that. you said that. Stop that. Stop that. It did. Stop. It did. I don't know if it was because your <clears throat> mic was moving, but it sounded like someone was knocking because it sounded like... Stop it. <laughs> My cousin said it was the ice maker. I said, how the fuck is it going to be the ice maker when the power's out? Because it fell. The knocking got a little bit louder at this point. Oh. Now we both know it's not the damn ice maker. <laughs> he said, go see who it is. I could have fought this man on God. Now, at this point, whoever the fuck is at the door is banging, like, DeKalb County police serving a warrant. The banging was super loud, and remember, we're in the middle of fucking nowhere. I don't know Mm -hmm. where I got the balls from, but I made my way to the door and said, Who is it? (laughs) The banging stopped. Mm -hmm. I didn't hear anything. I grabbed my little flip phone and turned the flashlight on. My cousin's standing behind me with a fucking swimming pool noodle as a weapon. (laughs) I was so scared. I I couldn't even call him a dumbass. We just ran to the room and slid back under the bed. So we go back under the bed. House is still pitch black. I'm trying to call my uncle, but his phone's going straight to voicemail. My cousin's trying to get my attention, but I'm telling him to shut the fuck up because I'm calling. And I don't want whoever's at the door to know where we're at. And he's pointing at the window. The window is right above the TV where we could look up and see out of it. And there's somebody peeking through the fucking window. Oh, no. A no, full no. face is pressed on the glass. No, no, and I no, couldn't no. even make out who or what the fuck it was. At this point, my heart is beating so fast. I think I'm about to pass out. Please my... don't say anything about a window because I'm right next to one. <laughs> it gets worse. It gets so much worse. Do I need to pull my blinds down? <laughs> I don't even. I told you when I first heard this story, I was, I was sitting there working and I had to stop working and I was just listening. I was like, no. Uh." Okay, my blinds are down. There's only the smallest little crack, which I hope someone cannot peek through. My cousin is fucking losing it. It's tears and snot all over the floor, but I got my hand over his mouth, telling him to be quiet. Whoever's at the window is literally scratching it and in the creepiest fucking voice I've ever heard. I can see you. Stop it. Stop it. You all can't see me, but I am having to hold my headphones away because I don't want to hear it. I grabbed my cousin by the shirt, pulled him from under the damn bed, and darted to the next room over. I didn't even look at the direction of the window, but all I heard was screaming and banging on it as I ran out. All the windows that were hanging open in the room fell from the banging. We get to the next room, close the door, lock it, and jump in the closet with my cousin. My uncle kept an old rifle in there, but I didn't know how to fucking use it. I notice there's a little breeze in this dark-ass room. The fucking window is open. I'm so fucking- I don't have a pillow! Hold on, I need a pillow! (laughs) (laughs) okay i have pillow and feet are off the floor i'm so fucking scared i literally can't even move i know i gotta close this window but i don't want to fucking go near it i can remember it like it was yesterday but i don't want (laughs) to but i don't hear the banging anymore i thought whoever it was left but my cousin said 
What if they're coming to this side? Stop it! I run over to the window with a rifle I don't even know how to use, and I figured I would close the window as fast as I could and run back to the closet. I get to the window. Now this is the triggering part. <laughs> At this point, um, it's the next day because... <laughs> He tweeted, have one my bad, y'all. My damn phone died and shit decided to update. My FBI agent's about to text me and say, finish that shit, man. <laughs> yes. Okay, but let me continue. I am your FBI agent. Please finish. <laughs> You're literally holding your phone up to your ear like... <gasps> okay. I'm trying to close this window, but it's an old house, so it takes a good amount of strength to close it. My uncle has this big plantation field right in front of the house. I look out the window and I swear to God I saw someone standing out on the edge of the field. My cousin's still in the closet, finally is able to find a flashlight and he tossed it to me. I shine the light in the field and before I get a chance to really see who the fuck this is, they start running towards the house. This window's no. still not closing. No. I pick up the fucking shotgun and just start pulling the trigger. It's not fucking firing. This person's like 10 feet away from the window and won't stop. My dumbass throws the rifle out of the window and whoever it is runs out of the room, <laughs> closing the door and running to the living room. Me and my cousin are in the living room. I've literally accepted the fact that we are both about to die because I left the window open and I just know whoever or what the fuck ever that was is about to find us. I tell him I love him, I hug him. Then in the middle of the hug, I see lights outside. Headlights. Mm -hmm. Someone's outside. I'm looking out the window from behind the couch, and I can see a big-ass F-250 truck, Ford 250 truck outside. Yeah. This is the old white man who lives on the other side of my uncle's property. It's him and his fucking wife. They wanted to see if our power was out, too. Me and my cousin just run out the side door of the house and run towards this guy's truck. We tell him everything in, like, seven seconds. He told us to stay in the truck with his wife, and he pulled out his yeehaw Clint Eastwood-looking pistol. I'd have been more excited to see a white man in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that the window Same. of the room we were just in was closed now. Oh no. I told his wife that somebody's definitely in the house now, and she's literally screaming at him to get out of the house, but he's not answering. She calls 911 and made them send every available officer in this town no, they said every available officer this town had. This man finally comes out of the house, runs back to the truck. We drove back to his house and waited for the police to show up. I finally got through to my uncle and he wasn't answering because they were on a fire call. He came right back to the house and the police showed up. The police searched the entire house and didn't find anything. No signs of forced entry, no scratches on the windows, no dents on the floors. The only thing they found was a lot of water on the floor and in the halls. So they asked Stop if, it. <laughs> they asked us if we'd been playing in the water, and we said no. We told the police the whole story, but they treat us uh, they treated us like we were just little kids seeing things. I know what the fuck I saw, and they wrote it off as just us being up too late. My uncle took us to stay at the fire station that night. You couldn't fucking pay me to stay in that house. The next morning, my uncle and a few of the other firemen went back out to the house. They went in the house, got the Ouija board, took it out in front of the house, and burned it. My uncle and his wife got a preacher to bless the house, but I still never went back there. To this day, that whole series of events was the most traumatic shit I ever went through. I'll be 26 next week, and I remember everything that happened that night when I was just 13. I don't want to believe that that was really my aunt. At the end of the day, I know she was mean, but I don't think she would ever want to hurt us. I think that was some kind of demon or evil spirit, but I still can't explain why the police found water on the floor. Maybe it was her. I remember talking to my uncle about it the next day. He said that when he found the rifle I was using, it didn't have the safety on it, which meant there was no reason it shouldn't have fired. It was fully loaded. I still think about that every single day. And that's the end. <laughs> is that not a great fucking story? That is crazy. 
I I know. And so there are all these people responding saying, dude, that was your aunt, obviously because of all the water and her drowning in New Orleans and all of that stuff. And that is a demon shifting into your aunt. But like what was running? I'm wondering. Did you say goodbye? Did he say goodbye? I don't Marcus. know. Did you say goodbye? I don't know. Did you know. say goodbye? Otherwise, it's still there. I don't know. They had a priest bless the house, and that doesn't make. I don't shit. know, but he never went back. So, uh, but I'm I'm wondering if it was a demon, but his aunt was trying to protect them, and that's why there was all the water, or if it was just something pretending to be his aunt. And I I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to have to put on some Disney movies now. But I just like, what was running? So I I really, really encourage you to go listen to it. I think it's uh, on Real Life Ghost Stories because as creepy as you, as creeped out as you think you are right now, Real Life Ghost Stories, they did this, I believe it was episode, episode 11 of Real Life Ghost Stories. Amazing, super creepy. I literally was so afraid i had a mirror right next to me and i was like i cannot look at this mirror for some reason i just i just need a minute i had to pause it and i was like uh, hmm you mean like how i had to um close go my get, blinds yeah close your blinds go get a pillow yeah. Yeah. yeah it i think the scariest part was when he sh- shined the when he looked out and he thought he saw someone in the field i was like and okay he shined the flashlight. then he shined the flashlight they're <laughs> running no. That's the thing that got me. I mm, don't use a Ouija board. I no. I don't. No. Just don't. That is something that I have grown up knowing that I'm never going to use because that's how I was raised. You just don't use those. You're inviting evil in. It's like and there even, are good ghosts, but with a Ouija board, you are you are inviting something in that you don't know. And even when like you know the like actual history of Ouija boards and how, which I might also cover eventually. Um, but it started out as like a dating game. Yeah. And well, kind of. It mm-hmm. was like an adaptation of something that people did already to try to contact spirits that was turned into a sort of dating game and because you were supposed to ask who you were going to marry and no it was because like um well according to real life ghosts um Uh, it was about like how during the time it was like not really okay for people to be too super close to each other um sexuality was pretty repressed in general during the time so Mm. people when they wanted to play this game they had to touch hands they had to get close to each other Mm -hmm. so that's why it was more of a dating game but like but still with all of the stories that you hear about Ouija boards even if you think it's a joke I don't I still don't think I could do it because sometimes do I it. see them in the store and I'm like, oh, like I, that's when my chaotic side kicks in. It's like, yeah, let's fuck with the Ouija board. And then I'm like, no, let's not fuck with the Ouija board. <laughs> Ooh. I don't, I don't, mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us on our Halloween slash anniversary slash last week of the month podcast episode yeah we gotta have a better name for these don't we we do (laughs) um whatever the fuck we want episode no it's a whatever we want episode it really is okay it's a w-e-w-w episode (laughs) oh w-e-w-w yeah Mm -hmm. whatever we want all right thank you for joining us on our w-e-w-w episode numero uno Thank you so much for listening this episode. The one year anniversary. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Myths and Misfortunes. Or Twitter at Myths Misfortune. Or you can search for us using our full name, Myths and Misfortunes. We do pop up. You can also send us an email to MythsMisfortunes at gmail.com. 
Also, please check out our website. Um, it is mythsandmisfortunes.com. Our theme music is composed by McKean Fulbright, and our art was created by Heather Marie Atkins. Their websites can be found in the description below. And spooky. <laughs> please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. subscribe. You the best. And thank so much for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye.